All right, welcome to another episode of Inappropriate Earl. Uh, you guys know who we interview on this show. Uh, rock stars, porn stars, comics, people you've never heard of. We've had UFC fighters on. We've had uh, the amazing Tani Katane was on, which is kind of ironic because today it's kind of like the bookend to Tani uh, in terms of the greatest, uh, really the only era when MTV played videos. Uh, Tani ushered in the era, and my next guest kind of, brought it to a close and uh, a great amazing style please welcome Bobby Brown hi Bobby how are you I'm good how are you I am great after reading your book oh and, thank uh, you you know because it taught me that you were so much more than the cherry pie girl <laughs> thanks I'm sure you're sick of being referenced because you've done so much more than just that video yeah, but I mean, it is who I am and that's how people know me and this is why I'm here. So, you know, I don't, I'm not mad about it. You know what I mean? Like I welcome it. I, you know, I'm happy. And I had no idea that you were in the hurricane video. Yeah. Um, because I inducted those guys into the, uh, I guess the rainbow has like a hall of fame uh -huh. and, uh, they asked me to do it for some God forsaken reason. And that was the only song I knew of theirs. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't mean this in a rude way towards those guys because I love them, but yeah. I, I, that was kind of their only hit. Yeah. And I think it was probably because you were in the video. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but thank then, you. And then Great White as well. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that was you in the video. Yeah. There really weren't a ton of clear shots of the girls in that. Mm -hmm. um, and so you are responsible, I think, for a lot of these bands' successes. Oh, well, I don't know about that, but um, hopefully I helped. Well, I mean, I think if you uh, take you out of those videos, it's just, an, you know, a good song. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in the Cherry Pie uh, video, I mean, I don't think anyone remembers the, the lyrics. They just remember <laughs> you and um, you know, maybe funny. the drummer, Steven, hitting the Cherry Pies. Right. Um, I mean, that video kind of gets credited as being what's best and worst uh, of the era from the standpoint of, uh, you know, what's best was it's a great, you know, anthem. And I know Janie was, from reading your book, uh, not embarrassed by the song, but like, you know, he was a great songwriter. Right, right. And, he, you know, he didn't consider it was his best work. He, it's not something he wanted to really probably be remembered as, right. you know, because when you're a songwriter and you write a song on a pizza box in five minutes on the toilet, <laughs> that's not what you want to be known for, really. But, um, I mean, I think he kind of forgave it towards the end there. But for a while, he kind of was sick of it. Well, I, I know that, uh, you know, like I'm a big Kiss fan, and I know Gene and Paul think uh, of themselves as great songwriters. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, you know, I think some of their most known hits are their sillier songs. Right, and, right. Um, so it was just a great era. And, you know, I was a, before I became a comic, I was kind of a club kid myself. Mm hmm so, like, when you mentioned a guy like Billy Atkins' name, I was like, oh, my God. That's I, funny. Uh, Bam Bam. That's yeah. what we all called him. And, uh, yeah. So it was just neat to hear you. I mean, you were there in the strip when it was in its prime. Yeah. So it took you back, huh? You had some memories from that? I did. I, I remember Helena's and, and, you know, Spice. And, yeah. And, uh, like, Garden of Eden. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I... Don't think you and I ran in the same social circles, but, uh, you know, it was just such a great time warp and, yeah, you know, I mean, was there a moment when you came here from Louisiana where it was like, wow, I'm not now, uh, I'm not back home anymore. Like, Oh yeah. Well, the moment you step off the plane, I mean, you get a, an energy just when you're landing, 
here, you know, just that, that buzz, you know, that you, it's just such a different energy, you know, from there to here. And, um, it's almost anxious, but it's exciting. And, um, but yeah, it's definitely a different temperament from here to there. My mother hates it here. She feels anxious when she comes. Um, but you know, it was definitely my speed, obviously. Um, Oh, sure. So, or maybe not. Maybe that's why I started doing more drugs. I don't know. Who knows? But um, it was, it's definitely different. Like Louisiana's super chill, laid back. Everybody's just slower, you know? Oh, of course. No, I've played at comedy clubs in uh, Shreveport. It was uh, yeah, not the deepest audiences. But I <laughs> loved the down home. I mean, such, such non-LA folk, which I mean, yeah. I mean, we all love LA. It's a very affectionate... Yeah. You know, um, Southern hospitality, it's still there, you know, with the manners and the yes, ma'am and no, sir. And it's very, um, I don't know. It's just polite, I think. It was like real people. I mean, yeah. it, it seemed from reading your book that, you know, every time you m- might have had a rough patch, uh, whether it be with men or other issues that you would always go back home. And, mm-hmm. like, that was your safe spot. Well, yeah, that's my, with my family who love me unconditionally, no matter what kind of a screw up I am or what I've done. They still love me. So, you know. Well, Mr. Earl, I mean, I'm, I'm honored to be, uh, <laughs> hopefully you think of me someday as uh, Mr. Earl Jr. That's funny. Mr. Earl is a, an amazing man. No, I mean, he was basically your, uh, well, step stepdad, I guess. He's my uh, stepdad for 26 years, yeah. And that, I just thought it was so neat that uh, Mr. <clears throat> Earl and, and your real dad could, like, almost coexist. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, most uh, exes and, and current, you know, lovers or whatever, yeah. they don't really get along. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. That. It, it wasn't like that in the beginning, I can assure you. But, right. um, but it did you know, after 26 years, I mean, my dad would come over and have dinner with all of us every Sunday. So, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. And just that you lost them so close together. I mean, uh, yeah, two weeks apart. It was pretty hard. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, I lost my parents two months apart and it was just like, it's devastating. You don't even have time to mourn the first person who, I know it sucks. I was devastated for years because of that. It was pretty traumatizing. Well, what I find, what I found really interesting about you is that, you know, I think people would assume that you are into the, the glam metal music, you know, that the poisons, the rats no. and yeah. you, you were more into like hip hop and uh-huh. like dance music. And uh-huh. It's just, was it hard for you to be so entrenched in the, you know, eighties metal uh, world and, and have it not really be your favorite kind of music? Not really. I mean, I liked music and I didn't not like rock music. I just liked to dance. So, you know, that kind of music just was more, you know, it was easier to dance to. You can't really, it's not really easy to dance to rock music. Yeah. I don't think you could dance to uh, the down boys. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Like, you know, I just, I have rhythm. So, you know, I just kind of went with what moved me. I mean, I can't really think of many. I mean, Warren kind of had some uh, bluesier, uh, a bluesier side than most of those bands, and mm-hmm. maybe like Cinderella. Yeah. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say. <clears throat> you know, they did have Little Richard in their video. Uh, Who uh, Cinderella? They had Little Richard in their video for Shelter Me. Oh and yeah, I remember we went to one of those shoots, and I forget. I think that might have been the one. It was. Uh, yeah, I think they had. Uh, it was like their last big video, and yeah. they had like um, Dweezil Zappa. Yeah, I think we were there actually. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, there was there was a beautiful blonde girl in the video. You weren't actually in the video, were you? 
I don't know. No, I don't think so. Um, no. Now, when you did the cherry pie video, mm-hmm. you know, I know you tell the story of Janie walking into the record company, uh-huh. the big cherry pie, uh, like a platinum maybe album or poster. Yeah. And then like three weeks later, there was an Alice in Chains. Uh, well, I think it had been up for quite a while. Like, And um, then he went to the label one day and he, when he walked in, he saw Alice in Chains had replaced their poster behind the front desk right and that was just like um you know that it was it was like a sign to him you know like was there a mad rush with these bands not necessarily warrant specifically but they knew what was coming down the pike it's like wow we got to get these albums out and videos and i think it was just you know it was just a telltale sign you know and i just he came home just like uh you know freaked out so and it was it was a telltale sign because they were on their way out Uh, do you think these you know i i think some bands knew Mm -hmm. like 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 bon jovi's kind of uh had a little more staying power than Mm -hmm. uh, do you think some bands were just not prepared for like oh this era is going to live forever probably i mean because when you're in the moment you probably just think like you know you don't want to think about when the end is coming or if the end is coming and if your fame is going to ever die or you know what i mean like you don't know and in the the record industry is very cutthroat you're here today gone tomorrow and they have no love for you and it's very hard you know i've seen a lot of guys go through that and um it's a tough business. It's a scary business to be involved in. Oh, it's awful. I mean, I've seen it because I'm such a fan of that era. I go see some of these bands and like when I saw Warrant play at that blues bar in Long Beach, their backstage was the bathroom. Wow. And all five of them uh, were in there and, you know, they, you know, I think Jamie St. James, who was singing then, you could tell he was so happy to like be in Warrant and like, yeah, because he hadn't, you know, maybe, you know, he was in black and blue back in the day, but mm-hmm. uh, been a while. And, but still, it's like, wow, these guys used to sell out arenas and, yeah, and like they looked happy. Yeah. But, uh, well, I guess know. they were so happy to be playing shows, period. But, you know, yeah. I mean, it is a very unforgiving town. And it's, it's probably like that with, you know, people who, we're in your end of the business mm-hmm. models and actresses Absolutely. and we like, go through the same type of you know death it's hard to compete with your former self you know yeah i mean it, it, i mean are you told to your face hey you need to lose weight yes all the time your 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 boobs need to get bigger smaller yes and who tells you like i mean I, I mean, it must be great to feel wanted, but then when you hear your agent or manager like say, "Hey, you're still not good enough." I mean, <laughs> what? How do you deal with that? Um, it's hard to deal with that. Um, and you know, you just gotta hope that you're still relevant. I mean, I'm just grateful that I'm still relevant. You know, 20 years later. Oh, you totally are. I watched the ex-wives. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, no, I I I love uh, that show. Thank you. You know. I don't know if I'm out of line by saying this, but to me, the only part I didn't like was uh, Shannon Tweed's voiceovers. Cause, oh, really? Well, yeah. she seemed like she was, uh, she had this, just her voice was telling me, I'm too good to be on this show. <laughs> and I'm going to like, not that she was making fun of you guys, but it seemed like she was mocking at, at some points. Is that? It's She's reading script. So it's not her, it's not her script that she's writing. I mean, that she's saying, it's not like she's watching the show and then comment, commenting from her 
from her heart. Like right. she's given script to read. So, okay. so our director, um, you know, gives her what to say. Okay. When to say it. So he writes, you know, her part. We, our show is not scripted. It's, um, totally, you know, not scripted, but then that's the only part of the show that is, right. is what she says. So I think that it, it's just funny, you know, so it's not what she really is saying. Right. No, I mean, I mean which, maybe it is. I don't know, but it, he writes it for her. Well, cause I know that you said Heidi Mark was uh, originally supposed to, uh, be in it, but, mm -hmm. if, uh, for whatever reason she, she didn't want to do it. She, and, she or, got pregnant and wanted oh, to have a family right. and not do it on the show and that type of thing. So we, uh, we replaced her with Athena, which was great because she was a great replacement. Right. Cause relevant to, uh, I guess, <clears> you know, uh, you know, the dating of Tommy Lee and, mm -hmm. and so that kind of fit in, in the storyline. And, and she's an, yeah, she was going to be or soon to be ex-wife of a rock star. So she was perfect. Yeah. James Kodak, the mm -hmm. uh, drummer from the Scorpions who yep. uh, recently was arrested somewhere in Europe. Dubai. D oh, right. Uh, yeah. For, uh, what, what did he do? I Public drunkenness and, um, and, um, <laughs> some it's, it's against a law to cuss in Dubai or to show your body parts. And he pulled his ass out and told him to suck his dick and okay. stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, he got arrested for a month. Oh, is he out? Yeah. Um, no, well, what I found interesting... All, and he was drunk, which is illegal. There well, too. listen, yeah. if you're the drummer in the Scorpions, you got to, like, <laughs> pound booze and... Uh, yeah, well, not uh, in Dubai, I guess. Well, I, so I am assuming the Cherry Pie video, well, any music video from that era was never seen in Dubai. Um, I, they didn't even really air it in Canada. Because it was, I mean, it wasn't that raunchy. I mean, it was very sexist, according to the women's libbers. Well, I mean, you know, the only thing that I, freaked me out was when uh, Stephen was hitting the cherry pies. I thought, <laughs> oh wow, this is this is either going to. I think sex sells. It always will. I mean, it is what it is. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I um, mean, you know, like I said, you take the girls out of those videos, and it's pretty boring. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, they're nice songs and all, but mm -hmm. you know, most of those bands weren't the greatest looking guys, right? Um, I mean, you know, I love White Snake, but uh, yeah, you know, David exactly. Coverdale is. Uh, I would have never watched that video if Tony had not been in it. I mean, she's doing the splits on the Jaguars, and 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 like in the the Rat video for Back for More, you're like, I mean, listen, I love Stephen Piercy, but it's like, wow, same again, yeah. And, yeah, and you know, Motley, well, girls, girls, girls. I know yeah. you mentioned that. Uh, I mean, you take those girls out of that video, you're like, I do not want to look at Mick Mars. Yeah, for uh, sure. You know, yeah. so I, you're, I mean, especially for that, I I don't even know if they make. Videos anymore? I, you know, good question. Um, I think they do. I just don't know where they air them. I mean, it's definitely not on MTV. Yeah, probably not. I, I mean, mean MTV is just like a like a VH1 now, like or um, like a TV show kind, like TV shows, right? Uh, yeah, it's like Jersey Shore type shows, and uh, yeah, it's just all shows now. Stop! Uh, I'm 16 and pregnant. Or, yeah, it's like or, music television, but not really. You know, I, I mean, do you get approached still to do videos for like, I mean, I don't even know who, who the makes last, the last video I did was a country music video. Um, so they, I know they make country music videos, right? I just don't know if they, they make rock ones or pop ones anymore. Do they? I guess they do. I mean, I know, uh, they I think, do for YouTube, I guess, huh? I think kiss did a video, but, uh, it's do really they? not kiss anymore. Really? What do you mean? Well, it's Gene and Paul, uh -huh. and then... Uh, Not the same guys, original guys? Yeah. My, Ace and Peter can't play anymore because of, um, 
maybe some uh, substance issues. Oh, okay. So they dress up two guys oh. as uh, Ace and Peter. Oh, do they? And it's actually a much better band musically. Is it? But I don't think anyone goes to a Kiss concert for, you know, the music necessarily. Yeah, of course they go for the show. Yeah. Now, now speaking of Kiss. Okay. I know that you had said one night, uh, I think at Roxbury, uh -huh. if I'm remembering in the book, that uh, Paul Stanley uh, maybe asked for your phone number. Mm -hmm. But you said he was very effeminate. Um, right. <clears throat> which, you know, he does kind of give off that vibe. Yeah. Uh, I mean. But that was their vibe. So, you know. You know, maybe I was just reading it wrong. No, I think you were reading it right. Oh, you? Okay. I mean, I sat next to him once at a hockey game, and, uh, you know, he's a very, uh, you know, distinguishable-looking man. I mean, you know it's him. And uh, the lady in her 70s next to me was like, who's that guy next to you? I'm like, oh, it's a singer from this band. And her next question was, is he gay? Because <laughs> he just, he, he, he's got this very... Um, manicured face and, and uh, the eyebrows are perfect and uh, I don't know I mean I don't care if he is or not I still like him yeah of course and yeah I mean I know he's married with kids and everything I'm just saying he was just um, extremely effeminate for a f male you know like his mannerisms and yeah he's you know and the way he talks and I don't know no, I love him, but, yeah. you know, I mean, and if he's gay, so be it. I don't care. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. but I mean, but yeah. So when he asked me out, I was like, I thought he was gay. I didn't know. But you knew who he was. I mean, I mean, because I know that Kiss was. I went so to his concert, but I brought a date. And so he was like, oh. <laughs> Which concert did you go to there? I don't know. It was a long time ago. And I brought Matthew. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who, you know, Nelson was. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, they had, you know, they kind of came in at uh, transition time, like, you know, toward the end of the prime of the era. And yep, uh, they did, you know, like a, the show Beavis and Butthead really made fun of them and Winger. And, and did they? Oh, yeah. They really, uh, I thought their music, I liked their songs, but yeah, they were talented. You know, yeah, wait, I mean, incredibly talented, but, mm -hmm. you know, I think a, a lot of guys from that era don't get the credit. Yeah. Because it's how they looked. Right. And, uh, right. You know, like even Warren, I, I you know, yeah. Janie's a great, amazing songwriter and, yeah. and the great front man. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and but he's kind of, oh, that's the guy from Warren. Right. I mean, did that ever bother him? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. It, it, it just like the bad reviews or, or maybe people mocking the bands or the era. It's just about, you know, in the, in the, in the moment they were great. They were totally, you know, liked and well recepted, but because when that era changed to grunge, you know, that was completely taboo and looked down on and like hair bands was the new name of their sound. And, um, and that was kind of an insult or a backhanded compliment. And of course it's a little insulting when you're actually musically studied, inclined, a great writer, you know, it's your whole life dream, like, you know, to be suddenly shunned because this whole new fad has come in and that was the fad before, you know, um, you know, it's just, like I said, people are very, uh, judgmental and unforgiving, you know, Yo, yo, and but what I found funny was grunge killed most of my favorite bands. Right. But then a couple of years later, boy bands. Right. Kind of killed grunge. Right. Right. So you know, I think everything. I don't know what's popular now. I mean, uh, I know. Uh, I don't either. I mean, I don't really get the uh, the music scene today. I mean, it, there's so many levels of different kinds of music now that is beyond me that I wouldn't even know. Like I don't even know what goes into what genre anymore. 
Unless it's completely specific, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll be really sad when the older bands like Judas Priest and Ugh. Iron Maiden. Ugh. I th- hate those kinds of... Oh, but, yeah. but I mean, because it's just too... You, you like more uh, like Prince. Is I like that- Prince. I mean, I, I just have a specific disinterest with Judas Priest. Oh, I mean, is, uh, is, there, uh, is there a particular reason why? Or just, yes. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, is, is, uh, would I be out of bounds by asking why? Oh, I'll tell you later. Okay, no worries, no worries. Like I said, I want to be respectful here. Yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, I, I, Miley Cyrus, uh, I, I, I don't get Justin Bieber. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't really... Uh, I'm Justin Bieber's third cousin, far removed. Really? <laughs> no. Okay, well, see, I'm very gullible. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's a joke. You, well, yeah, but you could tell me anything, and I would believe it. So. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. It's a just silly joke. I always say, I always say that that's what I look like. Justin well, Bieber's like well, <laughs> illegitimate nephew, Jorge. When I look at you, <laughs> when I look at you, I do not think of Justin Bieber. I mean, you, oh, thank you. You still look uh, amazingly beautiful, thank and you. uh, you've held up better than. Uh, <laughs> 99.9% of people from that era. Cause Thank you. It bums me out when I see some of my uh, comrades from that uh, era and they're like, you know, just due to, you know, drugs or barely holding up their skin yeah and, and, <laughs> you know i won't mention names no no yeah they might be future guests on the show and, oh shit yeah um you know it's just kind of when you see your idols or not idols but just people yeah. you admire yeah uh, so um but you know you've had such a long career but w- w- when did you realize and i don't mean this in a rude way at all but when did you realize your looks could get you places Hmm. When I moved out here, right? Yeah, when I moved out here, it wasn't. It was. I was never treated really that different in Louisiana. I mean, yeah, I was um, Miss Teen Louisiana stuff like that. But that was a fluke. That was the first, you know, pageant I entered, and was shocked that I even won. Um, Cause you had to change your dress, right? Because I yeah. think the organizer. Yeah, because I didn't know what kind of dress. I wasn't a pageant type girl. But um, but when I moved out here, and just the response that I got to everyone here was when I was like, whoa, what's the big deal about, you know? Um, yeah. So that's when I realized. And when did you realize out here that the competition level and like the backstabbingness of like going up for certain, certain parts was like, wow, this is not, uh, I mean, you I get, thought you get continuously fucked over. You start to realize people are a little different here right. and that they're out here for a reason. And I've spent a lot of time hurt, you know, like baffled and upset about, you know, the the way people were. And, um, you know, it's not something you ever really get used to. And it's not something you can ever do to change yourself to be receptive to it or understand it either. It's just I think it's just a matter of who you are innately in your heart. And, you know, my goals weren't that backbiting, you know, like everyone else's were. And so I wasn't willing to, you know screw people over and fuck people over left and right like they were doing me just to get ahead it wasn't that important to me because i felt like people are still people you know oh sure um yeah it's it's kind of disturbing the industry but you know some people crave it and that's what they are here for and i wasn't necessarily you know 
I mean, you kind of fell into the music video role. I mean, you yeah. didn't come out here. I mean, I don't think anyone was coming out here to be in no. a hurricane video. Yeah. <laughs> it, when, you know, I love those guys, but, uh, you know, when you got that call from your agency, uh, was it, was it just, just a job? job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And is there anything specific you remember about, like, because that, that was probably your first introduction, I guess, into the, the L.A. metal world? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, It was. Were you like, uh, who, who are these guys? <laughs> I didn't even really care. I was just like, yeah, great, cool, whatever. You know, it was just, it was just another job. It was fine. I wasn't like impressed. I wasn't starstruck. I wasn't, I never was though. See, for some reason I just never have been, I've never been like in awe of anybody. I wasn't one of those kids that had like Leif Garrett posters on the wall or, or idolized anyone. Like I never been that way. So, I mean, it was just cool. They were nice guys and, that's what I remembered about them. It was fun. I remember it was long and late shooting, right? you know, but it was, it was fine. It didn't make me like love rock music after or anything. It just was a job. And then you get the great white, uh, mm -hmm. which was a big song for them. Yeah, uh, probably their biggest song. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's kind of the same feeling like, okay, this is yeah, just, you know, I don't totally. know. I wasn't like, oh, I need to be dating rock stars. Like, right. you know, it wasn't like that. Although you did have the Motley Crue posters all over your room. Yeah, they were, when they came out, it was a totally different thing. They were so crazy and, you know, and I was such a little rebel trying to, you know, go against everything my mom wanted. So um, they were perfect. You know, I played their, you know, their record all the way to, remember, to Disneyland just to annoy my parents. You know, as shout at the devil is screaming, my stepdad's like, can we turn this off? I'm like, no. Um, just, just to be a little asshole, basically. And, um, you know, I did my job well. Well, he's turned out pretty good. So Thanks. they, uh, did a good job. Yeah. Well, and Mr. Earl as well. Uh, in spite of their efforts, I've, <laughs> I've pulled through a little bit. It's taken me a while, but. Well, it's, you know, I'm honored to have you here. Cause Thank you. You know, I know you get asked to do a lot of these things and, yeah. you know, I tried to listen to a few that you'd been on and mm -hmm. it seemed like the host was constantly trying to pick up on you. <laughs> or, really? You know, I mean, just from their end, like, you know. There's been a couple. You are an icon and. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I'm just happy to have you here. I, my Thank goal you. is to want you to come back, you know, maybe, uh, is there going to be a season two of X, uh, or uh, another three? season, mean, season three, already, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. We're filming season three right now. Oh, right now. Wow. Yeah. And same, uh, I don't know if you're allowed to say is same group. Uh, yes. um, yep. Same, same group. Um, we 26 episodes this time, not just 14. And it's going to be on Fuse? Uh... I'm not sure. Okay. We're not sure because Fuse was just recently bought by Jennifer Lopez. So we don't oh. know if we're going to fit into her uh, into her lineup. So, but we're definitely, um, we're airing August 31st, I think, uh, on the Slice Network in Canada. And I think we find out who our American people are going to be soon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. it is, you girls, it's great synergy between the four of you. I mean, mm -hmm. I really like the, the vibe you and uh, Charisse have. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously I'm a Motley fan, so I, I love the Vince Neil uh, angle. And, and it, I, maybe you can't say, but is there ever any effort to get, you know, like him on or, you, you know? No, 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 no. There's no. It's more you guys. It's not yeah. about. It's not about them. The show's not about them. It's right. about the fact that we were married to them and what our lives are like now. It's right. like, you know, what, what happens after, you know, the red carpet rolls up. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. You know? So no, we don't, 
we, you know, the last thing we want to do is bring any of our exes back around. <laughs> oh, no, I understand. I mean, yeah. Well, well, what I found funny was like, I know that you had said Tommy had kind of tried to talk you out of doing that show. Yeah. He didn't want you doing reality TV, but he did that awful show where he went to college. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I watched every episode of that show. So, yeah. Um, you know, was it just something you, you I think he was to- just afraid of uh, me and Athena getting together, blabbing, blab, 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 being big mouths. Well, I mean, his reputation is what it is. Uh, I don't think about himself, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I still don't understand what he did. The uh, methods of mayhem, uh, you know, the the rap uh, (laughs) stuff. It's like, dude, you're you're like from Encino. I don't I don't think really anyone's going (laughs) to get the rapper vibe. Uh, Right. But, you know, what's so ex-wives is is that what's anything else going on like any project that yeah. you can talk about yeah my audio book comes out next month did you do your own audio book yeah I read it myself and I just finished um, taping that and it's going to be awesome um, I do voices and imitate people and um, the inflections of the you know the deliveries I try to Im- imitate and then when it's emotional you know you can hear that and I feel like people are going to really, really connect with the book even more because it's like me telling the stories, right. you know, and me reading, you know, my life to you. Not that anybody really wants to sit down and be like, hey, let me just talk to you about my life. But anybody that wants to to read the book, I think that the audiobook is going to be is going to sell the book even more because it's um, it's going to be great. I mean, I felt every word I said, so you'll be able to hear that. I, I mean, it, you know, I read a lot of music biographies, um, and it was just, it really opened up my eyes to the heartaches in your life. And mm-hmm. like, it made me like almost like you even more just because she's human. Like, Thank you. Um, you know, the, the various, you know, maybe, uh, drug situations in your life and how you pulled through those. And, you know, I think, uh, fans of that music of, uh, of yours of, of that era you know they don't see that side of people yeah. they just see the you know the successful side and yeah you know uh the videos and the, the money in the houses but they don't you know you're human too and yeah yeah they envision a whole different picture than what it really is yeah i mean it's yeah. especially in la and yeah it's such a uh, i mean i love it here but uh, you know man some of the people suck here yeah so and, and i can only imagine that the schemes and scams that still get offered to you uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and luckily you have a good man in your life to uh ward off m- hopefully most of those idiots but, <laughs> um can i ask how you and your man met uh, i don't uh we met on a dating site Okay, nope, that's Called cool. Tinder. Oh, really? I've been on Tinder before, and let me tell you something. I never saw a girl like you on Tinder. I, I must have clicked <laughs> left by accident. But Yeah, we met on Tinder. Um, <laughs> is that funny? No, that's great. I mean, I would not think that uh, Bobby Brown would be on Tinder, but that makes me feel better about me being on Tinder. I was on it for like, I think I was on it for a day, and I... And we, it was a match and we started talking, um, right away. And then, but we didn't actually meet for like a month cause he had to go out of town and right. And it was like right on, right around the holidays. And, um, so then we finally met like, but we communicated here and there 
for <laughs> for about a month. No, I, I I've met your man before. He, he's a great. Uh, he's very nice. Seems very grounded and very mm-hmm. like uh, you know non-LA. Is he from? I mean, he's from Maine. I could tell. No one can be that nice and be from uh, LA. I mean, I'm from LA. <laughs> but, um, I mean, is it? Uh, I, I don't want to ask too much about him. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, no. Uh, is he, um, what's his profession? I mean, uh, <sighs> well, I, possible. I, I mean, he came out here to be a musician. That's cool. Yeah. And he is the former singer of Joy Island. Okay. And now he is working on um, some a solo projects, some solo projects and some remixes of some music. Oh, and, cool. um, you know, he's, doing his own music thing um but he's very talented singer so that's great i mean is it i mean do you just think you gravitate towards musicians just actually um i it may look that way but um my last relationship which was horribly toxic and bad lasted for almost a decade was with just I had decided just to go with a regular guy nobody in the industry blah 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 and that was probably the worst relationship I've ever had so I just said screw it I'm just gonna go with who I'm attracted to and when I was on tinder I saw his picture and I was like he's cute yeah click right yeah I guess he thought I was cute too and the rest is history well, that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, you deserve a good man in your life. And that was another thing that I, I really loved about your book was how faithful you were. Like, yes. Cause, uh, I was recently cheated on and uh, man, it sucks. And, it really does suck. Uh, just like, I don't know. I think people just have a, a vision of someone who looks like you. She could get any guy she wanted. She must, uh, play the field, uh, boyfriend or not. And I was just that like, that was probably my favorite part of the book was like, I, I know you said you went to a club one night with your, I want to say Kenny, maybe one night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had some suitors at the club. Mm-hmm. I think Stephen Dorff, who mm-hmm. I loved what you said to him. Yeah. Uh, get, get, get your smelly breath out of my face. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you left with your friend. And uh-huh. I was like, wow, that's like. I'm a, I'm a girl's girl, but I'm definitely, I'm respectful to my man if I have a relationship. Well, that's awesome because yeah. uh, you could. I sure wish I could get you in touch with some people. And uh, <laughs> um, you know, it must be hard though for you to date. I mean, just because. I mean, you're still so beautiful that do, do you do you have like a guard up where like you're like. Yeah, I don't go out. This is the reason why I joined Tinders because I didn't ever go out. Right. I work and I don't go out and I don't like do the scene anymore. And I just felt like, I, where am I going to meet somebody? How am I going to meet anyone if I'm never out? So that's why I joined that. I mean, there it really is no scene anymore. Like, there's no bar yeah, the scene one. That there is sucks. I mean, I don't so. even know, but I mean, I know David Arquette has a pretty nice, uh, yeah, his actually, new place. yeah, I heard it was good. I haven't been, but I heard it was good. And, uh, but I mean, there's, there's no more bar one or yeah, the, it's definitely not the scene it used to be. That's for sure. And I've been out here a couple times and I have to say, I don't like it. So, you know, it's not my scene. So, oh, sure. I yeah. Mean, we really were lucky to grow up in that era. It was a uh, fucking wild, fun time. It really was. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's I'm hard to explain. to come out of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you've come, yeah, I mean, a lot of people haven't, sadly. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and 
you know, a lot of people who have come out of it are hanging on by a thread and yeah, bless you know, heart. It, yeah. It's like, it's, it's kind of sad. Like, you know, I've seen a, a certain member of wasp around town and I, they were, Oh yeah, I know. I, I think we know who he is. Uh, yeah. He's moved to Finland recently, uh, and it's like, wow, man, what? Yeah, what happened to I think you? I saw him at an autograph show. Yeah, no, I, I had to sneak him in once to a Motorhead show, and it's like, how am I sneaking you in? You? Yeah, it's weird. Didn't these guys open for you? <laughs> yeah, it's just point. weird. I know it's a weird thing. So it's like, but I still have fun going to the shows, and you know, there's not many bands from that era who. You know, are still around, yeah. so it's like enjoy it while you have them. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I just saw Kiss and uh, Def Leppard at the Forum. And, oh yeah, you know, how was that? Um, you know, I go more for Paul's song intros. You know, what really? He d- gives the best song intros. What is it like? What? Well, like he'll uh, talk about uh, like they're gonna do the song "Lick It Up," uh, uh-huh. and he'll talk oh, God, about. I'm scared. No, no, I'll keep it clean. Like I said, I, I want to be respectful. Uh, he was just, you know, he talks in that kind of <laughs> gay, effeminate. He's what? kind of morphed into the, no. You're right. I mean, he's morphed into this black Jewish woman. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Right. He's like, you know, when I was just a little baby, I, I used to date a girl. Her name was Beth. And I told Beth, never lick it down, Beth. And then he like sucks his finger and, and like lick it up. And it's like, <laughs> and that's not the worst intro. Believe me on that one. Uh, but, you know, and, and that then, visual just sounds awful. Well, it is. And then when they get into Love Gun, that that's when oh, the, God. he re- talks about like some nurse sticking her hand down his, her, his pants and touching his rifle. And it's, it's the best. <laughs> you've got to go. I, I'm sure you awesome. probably don't have much interest in seeing kiss, you know, just cause you've seen them. I'm sure still Panther does a great imitation. Oh I, yeah. No, I love those guys. Yeah. They're great. Um, and they're opening up for, um, well, I don't want to mention their name again, but uh, you know, Judas priest. Are they? Yeah. They, it's oh. got like a big, uh, Somewhat controversy that they're taking a, you Ew. know, uh, that's whoa. That's an interesting, uh, yeah, combo. Combo. So you know, that scares me. I don't know. It'll be now. What concerts do you go to now? Like you've seen and done it all in the music world. I mean, I don't go to concerts. It's that I know I don't. I don't can't even think of the last concert I went to actually. So when you guys go on a date, what's it like? What's a date? I wanted to go to see Jesus Christ Superstar. That's not really a concert. Well, no, that's, that's got some good tunes. But, but oh, the last concert I went to was Incubus, Brandon Boyd, for and my birthday that, two years ago. Oh, two years ago? Yep. Wow. Yep. Well, you've probably been to so many concerts that, like, going to concerts for you, it's like, and I'm sure people approach you and, oh, my God, you know, drunk idiots, too. Like, Incubus is the only concert I think I've been to in the last decade, actually. I've been a few times to their show. I'm a huge Incubus fan. Huge. Oh, they're great. Yeah. And um, amazing live. And I, but I went to the Hollywood Bowl, which sucks. The parking's I horrible. Uh, the parking's horrible. Walking around, like, it's really just like watching it on a big screen TV, unless you have seats right in front of you like right there and 
I think it's probably the worst place to go see a concert. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I like the Greek. If you if you ever yeah, have a the Greek's awesome. The Greek's you know, awesome, but the, ugh, the Hollywood Bowl, ugh, so annoying. And then you can't leave, and you can't park. Like we we took a limo and was dropped off, which is awesome because we didn't have to park and all that. But still, just the walking around, like wear tennis shoes. Don't you know? Don't expect to hold on to your friends. Like right. it's crazy. Now. Couple interesting facts about your book. Okay. That I just I had no idea that you auditioned for Sharon Stone's role. Yes. And Casino. Yes. And that came on the other night, yeah. and I I totally could see you playing that part. I mean, thank you. I mean, and she like you said she was nominated for an Oscar. Yep. Um, I mean how. <sighs> How does that work? You, you you kept getting a call. Hey, they want you to audition for this role. And, and Tommy didn't let me. He wouldn't let me audition. He wouldn't let me take the role. Um, you know, they he called him specifically, spoke to him, and said, "Let your girl do the do the part." And he was like, "No." Really? Yeah. Yeah. And were you a Robert De Niro? Uh, I mean, everyone seems like they're a fan of his, but like you must. Yeah, have been like, totally. Wow. He's like the greatest actor of our generation. Yeah, Maybe. and he spoke to him, and he was like, "No." We're getting engaged. We're engaged. You know, she's not going to be doing this kind of work anymore. Blah blah blah. Right. And so. And like, you also had a interview or audition. I guess for, it's an interview. Hook, yeah. With uh, Steven Spielberg, and yeah. uh, I guess she maybe were a little nervous and. I was drunk. Well, yeah. no, that's you know that's. Yeah. I, I can't imagine what meeting Steven Spielberg and like having him request for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that you probably wish it may have went better, but like, <laughs> do, do you like spend time like not necessarily regret, regret uh, um, <laughs> but just do you dwell not dwell on? It, I but used like, to. I used to. I used to dwell on all of the missed opportunities and the things that I fucked up, and I had a lot of regret for a long time, and it's really hard to come out of that. And I beat myself up for it for. A very long time and that's probably when I got to my lowest lows you know and that's a word of advice I always give to people don't ever hold on to the regret just try to make things better and different when you can instead of because you know you can make grief an art and you can get stuck into that frame of mind and not pull yourself out of it it's very negative and toxic and and unless you know you can start feeling better about yourself and realize that those are just mistakes that you made for whatever reasons you can always pull yourself out of it and change your life and accomplish your goals no matter what time of day it is and how long it's been because without the effort you'll never know and by that time you've already beaten yourself up so much that you don't think that you can do it or that you're good enough but you are and you can and it's possible and you just have to do it and be grateful. You know, being grateful is a huge, huge step. And I feel like then the opportunities are just there waiting for you all along. Wow. It's just like a Tony Robbins. Like, oh. I want to go to the gym right now. <laughs> I mean, other than your mom, did you turn to like, uh, not self-help tapes, but like was, because you went through some like super, uh, you know, crazy times, uh, I went through it all. I mean, I went home, I went to rehab, I, um, got books. I, you know, it was, but it just really was a matter of, you know, my family, my dad's died. It really just came to a point where it was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Right. Like I'm at my lowest point. 
I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't want to get a regular job. I guess I'm going to have to get a regular job. I had to stop, start from the bottom, be a normal person, ignore my past and everything that I accomplished and shit on and just crawl my way back up again. And that's what I had. I had to humble myself and just be normal and be your average person that hadn't had those life experiences and just accept that and then start over. Right. I mean, like when you said you worked at La Paz. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, like, I don't think anyone on earth could imagine you, you know. Yeah. I mean, a a record holder on Star Search for the spokesmodel. I mean, nine times. Thirteen. See, (laughs) I have a lot of information in my head. Uh, It's okay. It's okay. um, You know, video vixen superstar. Not and and. And I don't think anyone in their wildest dreams should be working at La Paz. Yeah. But, you know, you did it. And, yeah. You know, you, but opportunities do come. You pulled through it. Yeah. A reality show just happened to be filming there. And that was like how it all started to resurface. You know, they were like, you need your own show. And like, that's just where it all came. And was there ever a thought of, uh, and I love the other three girls on the show. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a thought of just it being you? I mean, not, not, no. did they ever approach you and say, hey, we want you? And They approached me first. Right. And with the idea. And so I was with them at the ground level of the show, in the beginning of the show, and I brought the other girls in. And I also remember your, I think it was Time Life. You had uh, the, the, the the best of the 80s. Uh, the, the, what's yeah, it, uh, yeah. Was that fun to do? That was and, awesome, yeah. It was done in Canada. It was really fun. I mean, do you ever get sick of talking about that era? I mean, even on a show like this, like... No, because it is that's how you, people know me. I right. mean, I, no, why, why would anyone want to talk to me about anything, you know, else? Because that's how they know me, and so I'm grateful for that. Because, I mean, I remember once uh, seeing Stephen Piercy, the singer from Rat, uh, mm-hmm. he was doing a solo show and he wasn't playing any Rat songs. Yeah. And the and crowd got rushed. out, right? Yeah. Now, I like the solo stuff, but I'm, you know. Yeah. Little... You got to be a hardcore Stephen Piercy man. Right. But, yeah. you know, people were like, we want to get round and round. And he, I could tell he was kind of getting bummed out. But yeah. Well, like, yeah. Why do you think we're here? Exactly. So, so what time? Do you it, have? it is 437. Are you okay. good? I have to go. Oh, no worries. I no worries. That's okay. But I, I can do a few more minutes, but I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, please, Bobby, <laughs> listen, you, I, it's hard to get people to come to my house. Is it? It, it is because people are, are like, uh, they don't understand it. Like one guy, you know, from an unnamed band was like kind of a a dick about it. He's like, Oh dude, I don't want to come to you. And like, I'm trying to help you brother. But, yeah. 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 I mean, right. And not, I'm not saying this is like, you know, uh, like doing the, the tonight show, but you know, I don't know. You know what it is, what it's, you know, it's, it's making you relevant. And if somebody wants, you know, to not be relevant in any way, then don't do it. Be a dick. Yeah. No, I mean, I've gotten more people asking me, when's Bobby Brown? When's that episode up here? When, <laughs> really? When's that coming on? We got it. You know, you've posted it on your Facebook and Twitter, like stop posting pictures of her and just get the interview. That's right. awesome. So I mean, you're like, well, she keeps rescheduling on me. No, no, you're busy. I, I listen, I, uh, humbled and honored that you took the time out to come here. Thank um, you. 
I know on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? At Bobby Jean Brown. And where can people get the book? You can get the book anywhere. Basically, Amazon, audible.com is an association with um, Amazon, and that's where the audio book is going to be. So with Amazon, you can get it there. Um, and within like three weeks, I think. And uh, Bobby Jean Brown. Dot net is my store and Bobby Jean Brown 92 Facebook and uh, Simon Schuster. You can get it at any, you know, Barnes and Nobles, any bookstore. They have it at Walmart. They have it everywhere. Target. They have it anywhere. I got it at Book Soup for you uh, local soup. LA people and <laughs> iTunes. Look for the audio book. have it on iTunes yet. Um, coming out. And you really, if you're a fan of the era, if you're a fan of Warrant, if you're obviously a fan of Bobby's. Uh, from or the, if you don't like to read, get the audio book. Right. Well, I got Paul Stanley's audio book and I couldn't take it. Is it, it just, somebody else or did no, he do it? him but it's so like it's two and a half it, who knows how many hours it is oh you know I just me and Gene we were writing the thong and Gene wanted to put the lyrics uh, bend over let me put my log in your fireplace and oh my uh, god which was an actual lyric to kiss song but uh, you know That's I know awesome. you gotta go uh, listen uh, maybe hysterical yeah I just I would rather have someone else uh, <laughs> uh, read his book but now we're mincing hairs listen yeah. I would love to have you back maybe when the show uh, Ex-Wives Season 3 comes Start on. Airing, yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe we get your uh, better girl. half on. Yeah. Oh, I would love to have you and Sharice, uh, Athena, Blue. Yeah. I mean, uh, whenever you guys have the time. And uh, please, uh, Bobby, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. This has been Inappropriate Earl. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Not so and, inappropriate, though. Well, I, you know, I, I want to be respectful because in real fast, I know that you're probably sick of answering, you know, how big was this guy? What was this guy like? Yeah. And, you know, I can't imagine answering those questions for 20 years. It's annoying. You know, yeah. so I try to Thank you for with, not asking. By the way, how big was... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, God. No, no, I just, uh, you know, uh, you were very sweet to do this. And I know you get asked to do a lot of these things. You're a very busy woman. I would love to have you back with the girls. or That'd just be awesome. You. They would hey. probably totally come. I mean, I messaged Sharice once, but she probably thought, who the fuck is this clown? Uh, so I, and I don't blame her. She seems like, she seemed to be your hit woman when like you had a problem with a guy at a club, you would send her to the, like, hey. Yeah, she's pretty, um, she's pretty skeptical about things. I'm pretty <clears throat> easygoing. Well, I can imagine uh, being married to Vince Neil, you kind of like really uh, get a defense level up Yeah, real and fast. she would crash, you know, bottles and, and glasses in people's faces. So she's not one to approach really. Well, maybe if you could vouch for me down the road just yeah, so I she will. doesn't think I'm some idiot from the rainbow. I totally will. Uh, yeah. Bobby Jean Brown on Twitter. You, I can't thank you enough. It's been an honor. Thank and you. Uh, I look forward to having you back. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. All right. <laughs>